Talking Cure, Conversations with Jet Wheeler, is presented by the Office of Arts and Cultural Programming and Peak Performances at Montclair State University. Good morning. This is Jed Wheeler, and this is The Talking Cure. And today I have the uh, luck, um, actually it's a blessing to tell you the truth, um, to be speaking with Robin Orlin. Robin is, um, at minimum, one of the great uh, stage provocateurs of our era. Um, <laughs> she happens to be also a, uh, a choreographer, a dancer, and um, uh, although um, not widely known, a Fulbright scholar. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> She's also evolved a very personal language of dance and theater that has been presented by peak performances on two different occasions. And we're hoping that there will be a third in the future. I'll let that sneak out. Um, the element of our, or the nature, I should say, of our conversation may not be so specific, Robin, to the work that you have created. Um, I am really interested to know where you are with the work that you're creating for the future, because the work that you've done in the past has a wild intersection of conditions and issues that we're struggling with today. Um, one of them, of course, is, is that you are a white South African and that the bulk of your work um, has been with um, black South Africans. Um, but also, the work that you've done has been deeply uh, influenced by the AIDS epidemic. Um, and now, of course, certainly in the United States, we are um, overwhelmed by the mismanagement of the pandemic in our country nationally. And we are um, finally, or continually, I should say, confronting and dealing with um, one of the great original sins of our country, slavery, and what has befallen our brothers and sisters of African descent. And I think you, as a visionary artist um, can bring into focus um, those issues that are, demand our attention today. So talk to me a little bit, talk to us all about you, who you are, what you're creating and how the world is shaping your vision of what theater can be. Wow, Jed, <laughs> you give me too much power. <laughs> um, you know, um, I, think I, I, I think I'm completely shaped from, from what I come from, which is um, first generation South African, Jewish, um, and, um, and now living in Berlin, um, which, and right, I actually live right next door to the Jewish Museum, behind the Jewish Museum. 
Um, I still, every time I walk down the streets of Berlin, I am still stopped by the the little plaques in the in the pavement, which um, point out which Jews lived where and what happened to them. Most of them died um, in the um, in the Second World War um, in Jewish camps. Um, and this, the, these last six months, I have not been able to go to Africa and work in Africa, um, let alone go to France and work in France. Um, so I have actually had to stop everything and take a very, very good look at um, where I am in the world. And it's, it's been a very confusing time for me. Um, I, I've, I've been um, totally lambasted with um, the news from America, with what's happening in America. I'm bringing up um, a daughter in Germany who is um, African. Um, who's black, and um, I'm having to to look at the world in in such a way that it's I almost I don't have an answer. So where I'm at now is I don't have an answer, but I can't stop talking about things. Um, I, you know, the the piece that I made about AIDS in South Africa was a very important piece. It was a very important piece for South Africans and a very important piece for, for, for everybody else in the world. And yet um, AIDS is still swept under the carpet in South Africa. There's still lots of people dying of AIDS. Um, and it's still been a very hard thing for me to watch how um, we haven't been able to to help people that have the, the illness die with dignity, um, which was what we fought for in South Africa. We were fighting for dignity of the majority of the people of South Africa. So talk a, a little bit. Tell me how you, as a, a white Jewish South African, um, uses your art to form a platform of reconciliation to the issues that you are living with. That of having created uh, a subservient class um, and having that class suffer and continuing to suffer a class um, dying of one disease and now presumably confronting um, a similar uh, specter of death um, through COVID-19? Um, well, I started making a piece with a group of dancers in South Africa called Moving Into Dance. We meet once a week. Um, on Zoom, and um, we are starting to look at how how we need to look at history 
and not forget about history and move forward. Um, because we have to move forward. There's, there's no way, there's no way else to go but forward and, 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 and up. Um, I decided to broach the, the, the topic with um, these young dancers about, to, to, to talk to them about, um, have we covered everything in terms of colonialism, in terms of slavery? Have we covered everything in South Africa? Have we pulled everything apart? Um, and of course we haven't. And um, we've decided to look at um, the rickshaw riders who um, were very much part of the turn of the century, the turn of 19th century in, in South Africa. And they are the men, mainly men, who used to, um, who used to carry um, um, uh, white people and their belongings or their goods from point A to point B. And um, they used to have these, um, these, these rickshaw riders, they're called rickshaw riders. In Zulu, they, they used to call them horses. Oh, really? They were slaves in the real sense of the word. They were used as horses, which is, um, it, it makes me very sad that if they used the word horses for them in, in the Zulu vernacular, why have they not found a place to, to celebrate them? Because they, they were the most amazing, um, like so many um, um, situations in South Africa in the time of, of apartheid, in the time of colonialism, it was amazing how the majority of, 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 of folk managed to make the most of what they were doing. And it's quite similar to what the, the, um, the Swankers and the Skatamir singers did. They had these competitions and they had these amazing competitions amongst themselves to, to have the best, um, to be the best horse, to be the best rickshaw driver, to be the best dressed, to be the most, and they were incredible. They were the most beautiful performers. And behind that all, they were carrying this really dirty history. Mm. And um, I want to find a way to remind South Africans this, um, this history and to find a place to celebrate these these um these men um and to not to forget well we can um we have um the well we have the overpowering tendency to obliterate history in 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 favor of um commercial success in our country 
Um, yeah. As you were talking about the rickshaws and the symbols that that represents, I thought immediately of the moment that I was listening to um, Al, Reverend Al Sharpton giving a speech at a memorial service for the murdered Mr. Floyd. And in it, um, he took the image and made a statement out of it of um, your knee is in my neck and get your knee off my neck. I'm, I'm not actually quoting him, but that was, so suddenly when I thought of you, not because you're, well, I thought of you because of how um, important the imagery is, the metaphors that you've created, uh, which are symbols, um, which ask people to question who they are. I mean, for, in my case, when listening to Sharpton and thinking about knees and necks, the question is how many, and taking it very personally, um, but not literally, um, but socio-cultural behavior, um, there's a great deal of knees and necks. Um, and um, the, the, the great cultural icons of our society, the philharmonics, the operas, the theaters, essentially, for better, well, for worse, not for better, for, you know, are um, putting uh, knees in necks. You know. um, and the work that you've created, um, you know, with titles, such as, and I'll read it because I couldn't possibly memorize it. At the same time we were pointing a finger at you, we realized we were pointing three at ourselves. You know, um, and contained within that is a world of wonder, hope, and accusation. You know, um, so while you work with South Africans, I think the work that you create is um, important worldwide. It's not just about South Africa. You've actually just, you told us the story of walking the streets of Berlin. I mean, you know, I mean, there's, how do you create work that will help people an individual, I don't look for groups, I look for individuals, demand that the cultural institutions of our time take their knee off the neck of the socio-culturally impaired in our society. Well, um, I mean, it's interesting that you say that because that's been the big question for me. Despite the fact that I can't physically work with um, the dancers at the moment, which is very frustrating, but I think it's, it's, it's been very important for the dancers because they need to hold on to something right now as they sit in a very difficult lockdown in South Africa. Um, and, um, <laughs> you know, when I think of, 
folk talking about, you know, stop telling me to wear a mask. And I think of the situation that is in South Africa where folk are not allowed to go out, especially now because it's starting to, to peak again. They can only wear masks if they do go out and they can't drink. Mm. They're, they're not allowed. There was a boycott on alcohol. And um, there was um, there was another boycott on them, which was, and they also don't have electricity. So Zoom is very trying. You know, at one point I had one of the dancers sitting in the field <laughs> with these men going past that are that are pulling um, um, plastic bottles that they pick up in order to get money it's becomes they recycle the plastic bottles they take them to the recycling place and 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 mm. and the bottles they get money that's their day's work um you, you know it's you know when you look at america and you look at south africa you just think my god <laughs> what is going on in the world mm. um uh, yeah you know you know, when all the French dancers were criticizing this beautiful choreographic center that was built for them, they were saying, oh, it's this, it's elitist, it's that, it's that, it's that. Make it your own. Make it part of you. You know, don't complain. Um, uh, you know, there are places in, in Africa where we don't even have a choreographic center. We don't even have places where we rehearse, where we there are even toilets sometimes, you know, I, I mean, you know, get a hold on, 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 on what you have and, and, and work with it and share it. Um, I think, sorry, I've, I've, I've gone in another direction here. It's, it's, I, I have to work with what the dancers, how the dancers are, are coping in the world at the moment. And um, I want to make this piece in a theater. It's important to make it in a theater. It's important to use the structures of the theater to, to say what needs to be said. Um, hopefully the people of the theater, the organization of the theater don't mind that we use their theater to, 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 to make these statements. You certainly don't. And um, I want to work with the, the, the physical structures in the theater. Um, and and that's, that's kind of where we're starting from. I'm not sure where we're gonna go yet. I can tell you the title of the piece. Oh, please. The I, I, I want to know the title. I can tell you the title of the piece. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not such a long title, oh. but I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting old now. <laughs> uh, what is age? Please, come on. I can't always remember my titles. <laughs> so I really write them down now in my little book. So the title for this piece is We Wear Our Wheels with Pride and, strap, and Slap Your Streets with Color. We said bonjour to Satan in 1820.
Fantastic title. Fantastic title. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, walking, um, ne walking next to ourselves intoxicated by strawberries and cream, we enter continents without knocking. That was, I think, the first piece we presented, I believe. Correct. Correct. Well, it's, 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 it's walking next to our shoes. Oh, next to our shoes. That's all right. I'm, I misread it. Yeah. Which, walking next um, to our shoes. Which is a very interesting phrase because in Zulu, or actually not in Zulu, um, it's not in Zulu, it's in, um, Well, it might be Zulu. I, I, I need to look, look that up, but it means being poor. If you being walk poor. next to your shoes, it, it means you don't have shoes. Well, I, you know, the, I mean, you, have, you, know, you have a deep socio-cultural economic commitment to change. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and your voice has um, been described as an irritant. Yes. Um, but I tend to look at irritants uh, the way a grain of sand is an irritant to an oyster. Um, <laughs> and that there would be um, a pearl that would be, it, it will evolve eventually. Yeah. That, that's how I look at you. Um, but, you know, there's a level of frustration that, that occurs, where is really where I'm going. Um, you know, and when you have a voice as singular as yours um, and as radical as yours, uh, you know, um, you want people to uh, change. But unfortunately, certainly the conditions in the United States at this time, it's very hard to um, anticipate the change that we want, you know. Um, but we will try um, uh, artist by artist because I think that's 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 I think the artists of our time can catalyze the deepest change in our society, um, which may result in political change. I mean, it may result in the fundamental uh, changes of laws and perspectives. I mean, um, the, uh, you know, and that that's where I put my hope in you. <laughs> You know. Well, um, I mean, I, um, I don't know any other way to be. I don't know, I don't know any other questions to ask. Um, I mean, I remember being in Brazil um, with a piece two years ago and um, questioning Brazilians about the way they gave up slavery. Um, I think they gave, they, they gave up, they, they did away with slavery. Um, but there was never any recompensation. Right. With the result that the majority of people of color in Brazil live in dire poverty. It's not very easy to get out of that um, 
and they 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 don't see it as giving up slavery they see it as a poverty problem now they just and change I, the terminology and i i, I just I, w I was flabbergasted i was really flabbergasted um and i i'm bringing this question to america to americans was there any recompensation certainly not in terms of history well the degree i mean there i do know um that there are political uh, statements being made about um you know uh, compensation um which i think will take uh, decades to um reconcile yeah. if ever um you know but the political forces of domination whether it be um physical or economic exist you know and the growing iniquity of incomes you know, um make that very clear that you know um so one i one asks what kind of change might we expect what kind of change can we demand um and i'm listening i don't as you said earlier we don't have the answers i don't have the answers um i you know but i think the work that you're doing you know um uh, the uh, olivier award-winning choreographer stage director robin orlin gives me hope <laughs> you know i love the uh, i love the image of rickshaws i think that's you know um you know i think that i think i think you know um i think that um when I started thinking about rickshaws, um, you know, Jed, I work with a very, um, um, I think almost a very child, in a very childlike kind of way. Um, I have memories of when I was a child, of seeing certain things when I was a child in South Africa. And um, of things being, um, of feeling certain things and trying to understand certain things. And I, I was never able, um, I was never able to understand. Um, I remember uh, the rickshaws, but not um, when they were used, when these folk were used as slaves. I re remember them as a tourist um, uh, um, device that was used in the time of apartheid. Um, and you would find it mainly in the, um, in KwaZulu-Natal, in Durban, where the tourists were on the, on the seafront. And I remember seeing these angels. I thought they were angels. And I remember saying to my mother, where do these angels come from? And she had to explain to me what they were because they, they, were, they were dancing and they were moving and they were 
the most. I have never seen such beauty. Mm. Um, and it left a bitter taste in my mouth. Well, the, the, the image, I mean, I don't, I mean, personally, I, my experience with rickshaws is pretty slim, except, except the social imagery that goes along with it in, in this country is, is, is Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, that this is an, is an Asian, I mean, using a rickshaw would be um, delving into a, uh, a stereotype. Um, which makes it very provocative, and the fact that it's in fact um, multicultural in terms of its use and its the, how ind- individuals are are subjugated. Um, yeah, is fascinating. Um, yeah, and in um, India as well. Um, I'm sure that this idea came, you know, from the the 1820, you know, the root. The roots that the that the, the the colonizers were taking, and they brought back this thing. But I, it, as far as I understand, um, they used bicycles. Um, they never used people to pull. In in India, they, in, in 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 India and China, as they as they did to um, build pyramids, you know, they used people to, to pull the, the stones. Um, they didn't use camel to pull the stones. <laughs> well, I, I mean, my, of course, my experience with uh, rickshaws is, is only through um, films of the 30s, you know, and my, you know, and how accurate it was, I couldn't say, but, you know, um, the, you know, the images of um, individuals pulling white people through the streets of Shanghai, um, you know, pretty strong in my mind. But, you know. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I'm trying to remember as well, and I think they, are, they, they, they were, but I think that um, the rickshaw very quickly um, um, in China and India became mopeds or bicycles it never changed right. in South africa yeah. oh no i think it became much more tech uh, technologically effective <laughs> yeah they engineered a better system of subjugation <laughs> exactly 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 oh, i still have this i'm trying to remember the name of the movie i still have this this image of of a very young Candace Bergen and Steve McQueen in some movie of, of, of decades ago. In, in I must write this down. <laughs> you know, um, you know, but anyway, but and she was she was the the missionary, and he was uh, the, um, the 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 naval officer. Anyway, but there was a rickshaw in there somewhere, you know, which she being uh, pulled around by a um, uh, an Asian man. Anyway, you are alive. <laughs> obviously locked down and obviously tied down, but alive. We've got to keep up with this rickshaw project. 
Oh yes, I I, de I definitely will. I I it's a project that I really think is important. Um, I just um I, I I just wish I was in being able. To, I wish I could be in Africa and 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 work with and work on it and. Well, as you know, you keep. Um, don't be silent. Oh no, I won't be silent. I'm doing another piece that that you will also really love the title. Where's my book? Where's my little book of titles? Oh, it's resting on my computer. Um, with some Skatamia singers. Oh. And um, with uh, Camille, you know the singer from the French singer. Yes. Um, so I'm doing this a cappella piece. I guess. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet because um, I'm we I can't go and work on it once again. But I'm starting to work on it in Geneva with with Camille, and it'll have three performances. And the title is "Alarm Clocks Are Replaced by Floods." And while we and 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 when we awake with unwashed no sorry this is the old. Sorry, I go through a whole lot of... The titles are ever-changing, don't worry. Yeah, alarm cocks are replaced by floods, and we awake with our unwashed eyes in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very, very beautiful title. That's... that's um, um, a piece about water without water. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I hope very much that um, a cappella continues, uh, that it's not going to be a victim of the pandemic, oh. and that we are able to control aerosols. Um, I miss you, Robin. Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> so let's, you know, um, thank you for taking the opportunity to join me today in this brief but insightful encounter. And we have to free the rickshaws. <laughs> we definitely do. So be well. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much, Chad. Virtual hugs and... Oh, lots of virtual hugs. I hope, You know, this time last year, we were having a coffee in New York City. I know we were on the, on the yeah. street corner of you know, yeah. 97th and Broadway. Yeah. We so we'll do that again. Absolutely. We have to. We will.